believe we God. are where we need to be. So, you know, fill a uh, landscape for me, Neil, if, or however y'all want to do it. We're going to get into it because I know bro got to get back to work. You know, I'm just going to jump right into it. Nothing else needs to be said. Well, there's a lot that needs to be said, but let's go ahead and get into this thing. Good evening, everybody that's checking us out, everybody that's live. Um, we just want to thank you for tuning in to the third episode, the third installment brought to you by Brothers from Another Mother, a.k.a. The Quad. We got myself, Preston. We got my man, Cornelius. We got Paul and we got Hector. And we simply put, man, we're just four guys with strong ties discussing topics in our everyday lives, you know. And this episode is going to, we're going to pick right up where we left last episode. And um, it was, you know, the hands up. And we, we got into that heavy at the end of that. And then we pulled back off of it because we felt like we need to give it its own episode. So this episode we entitled Hands Up and Ears Open, just an open forum. We just want to, you know, talk about what's been going on here lately. Um, it's, it's, it's been a lot, you know, and we're going to try to tackle that. I mean, we could talk about this for days, but we're going to try to tackle that and get into some of the current societal issues that continue to plague America, you know. So we just want to thank you all for joining us. Um, uh, forewarning, this episode could get a little heavy as we're discussing things that can be kind of sort of uncomfortable, but it, it has to be addressed. We have to talk about it. And for that reason, at the end of this episode, we are going to have a guided meditation provided to us by She Gathers Wellness who is a wellness fitness professional, yoga, meditation, and Reiki healing and everything. She's going to come in and give us a, uh, a meditation, a guided meditation to kind of, you know, rebalance that chi, get you that calm back, get the mentals clear and everything, because some of us got to go back out into the, well, we all got to go back out into the world, but uh, some of us are going to have to go back out there and, and, you know, see people and interact with people, and we don't want any ill will or malice, you know, that we don't have to have, so. That's gonna bring us back up. Then we'll, you know, we'll talk and and all that kind of stuff. So, um, caveat: I do want to say the views and opinions expressed today are ours, of the bros, and um, do not necessarily reflect those of others. Even though you may feel like that this is just strictly us, so we're not speaking for a race, a color, a creed. You know, as a, we're not the mouthpiece. It's just us talking. We decide we want to share that with you. So I just want to throw that out there. Uh, so. During this whole thing, we're going to try to see if we can keep up with the comments and stuff. We will be online a little bit afterwards, um, but uh, please hit the comments during, and uh, we are willing to engage. Casey Goodson, Jr. Killed by police while he was holding the George Floyd, killed while being handcuffed on the ground, non-combative. Sandra Bland, killed while in police custody. Tamir Rice, killed while playing in a playground with a toy gun. A Tatiana Jefferson, shot through the window of her home while with her nephew. Stephen Clark, killed in his grandma's home while holding a phone in the backyard. Botham Jean, killed while sitting on the couch eating ice cream. Freddie Gray, killed while in police custody in the back of a patrol vehicle. When they found him, his spine was nearly severed. And then Elijah McClain, killed while walking home. Telling police, I am an introvert. 
please respect my boundaries that I'm speaking of. Leave me alone. And excuse the noise in the background. And uh, like I told y'all before, I'm an emotional person. And that last one, that last one touched me because I, I have an 18-year-old son come Monday. And it's at a point where we can't even walk home without being stopped for no reason. It's at a point where we can't eat a sandwich in the backyard for it being mistaken as a weapon. I mean, that's just a handful of names of non-combative, combative, unarmed black men and women that were killed by police. And at a certain point, it, it gets old. The, the saying that people always say, well, stop resisting, you know, just follow the rules and do what they tell you. <clears throat> but it seems even in doing that, we still get shot. You understand what I'm saying? So it seems at this point where we're being targeted and seems like they're trying to eradicate our people. And the media doesn't help not one bit um, and being decisive, divisive, keeping the people divided. I understand that there are more people that get killed by police officers that are not black or brown, but it seems like the media only likes to focus on us because they know, you know, slavery, slavery was 156 years ago. That's, you know, that's a quick circle around the block. That was yesterday. That's a few generations. You got Black Wall Street was 100 years ago. When we try to advance and move forward, they knock us down, blow the whole town up, killing I don't know how many people. Um, then you got segregation, Jim Crow segregation, which ended 57 years ago. You know, we got, I got a father that's 63. So that that's a generation away. You know what I mean? And then you got, you got the crack pandemic epidemic in the 1980s, which was only 40 years ago. So when people tell us to get over it and, and just deal with it and, and, you know, uh, it's not that bad. That, that's not long ago. I mean, we've known each other 20 years and that seems like yesterday. You know, it feels like we was just in high school. So how, how do people expect us to, to get over things that is not that long ago? Then we got to deal with the racism that is very much alive in America. And even then, that's two, three generations removed. You got grandparents and parents that teach their kids to be hateful. You know what I mean? That they grow up hating us for no reason. They grow up crossing the street when they see us walk by. They grow up clutching their purse. They grow up, you know, not speaking to us and putting their head down because they're afraid mm -hmm. of what they were told. You know what I mean? And at a certain point, when does it begin to get better? Because Racism didn't get better, you know, it just got more publicized now. You know what I mean? You got, I, I don't know, man. I don't have an answer to this, to, right. to everything that's going on. You know, policing is definitely a problem. And it seems like they're just killing anybody, black and brown especially. 
you know, and, and, and with that being said, you got Justine Damon, you know, the white lady that, that called the police for, for a domestic disturbance. She ended up getting killed. I mean, she called the cops, you know what I mean? And then you got Daniel Shaver who was killed while he was doing pest control in a hotel room by a cop while on the ground following the police's orders. You understand what I'm saying? And and he got shot. And and not with a pistol, not with a taser. He got shot with a with a damn AR, with an M4, with an assault rifle. You know what I mean? And and he was just doing his job. And then uh we watched the video yesterday. Mm -hmm. I, I forget his name, man. Um, and I apologize, but the guy last year uh in Dallas, Texas. That, that got off his medication, called the police because he was having issues, and then they handcuffed him and then killed him. And then we're laughing about it and joking about it. You know what I mean? And and, and these are these are our you know white brothers and sisters that's going through this as well. So I, I don't want anybody to feel like we're 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 singling anybody out or we're trying to be divisive on this um on this podcast or this, you know, whatever you want to call it, live feed, whatever name you want to give us, you know what I mean? We're, we're, I think we're one of the few people that are for, you know, the human race. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're for everyone coming together and just making everything just better. It, you can't do it by yourself. And with, you know, <clears throat> officer, Chavin going to jail, then the next day a 15-year-old gets killed. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like we get a win, we can't catch our breath. You know what I mean? We come across the finish line for one race and then fuck, we gotta start another one. You know what I mean? So and and and, and people that aren't us don't necessarily understand how exhausting that is to constantly see your people getting killed and getting murdered and nothing happens. No justice, you know what I mean? They give them these, these BS charges that they eventually get off of. They get paid administrative leave. And and then that's the end of it. You know what I mean? Um, George Zimmerman still walking around. So that 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 shows you, you know what I mean? What 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 kind of world we live in. And and it, it, it's sad, man. We the media doesn't help our relationship with our counterparts and neither do the police. You know, um, like you guys know already from the last episode or two, you know, I mentioned I was a, a police officer in the military and uh, mm. it, it, it's it's mind boggling to me how an 18 and 19 year old can go to a combat zone and obey ROE's rules of engagement and learn how to not shoot unless shot at, or you know what I mean? Just learn how to not jump the gun and I think that's because our repercussions are strict. You do that, you're going, you're going to Leavenworth. They're giving you 20 off the top. You know what I mean? And I think that's the problem with policing now. There's no real consequences. You know, blue protects blue. Hey, you fuck up. Oh, man, don't worry about it. We got your back. Say, say it like this. And the, and, the, and the line that seems to be the get out of jail card is, you know, I fear for my life. You know what I mean? That, that seems to be the get out of jail card. I, I fear for my life or something along, along those lines. And, and now they're blaming crowds and, and all that stuff. I mean, 
I, I've been there. You know, I, I've done that. I've I've dealt with suicidal soldiers. Um, I've dealt with severe domestic violence uh, cases where I, I'm walking up to a house and, <clears throat> you know, you got a soldier just got done beating his wife unconscious and he's got a weapon in his hand. You know what I mean? I, I could have, you're taught to, to handle situations like that. You know, you, you, the, the problem is, it seems like when it comes to us, there's no restraint, there's no compassion. It's just, they skip the levels, the, the levels of escalation and they go straight to shoot the kill. You know what I mean? But then, you know, you got, you got white people out here that pull guns on cops and drive away in cars and never one round shot. You know, you got, you've seen the videos of white people swinging swords at police officers and nothing happens. You know, you, it, it's countless. It's all over the news, YouTube, everywhere. Countless accounts of white people getting away with things that we just wouldn't. You know I mean? And I think a part of that is, is, is tribalism. You know, we are we are tribal people. We we usually stick to our own kind. You know, in high school at the you know, you, you hang with your people. You know what I mean? You got the you got the white folks that the nerds, they sit with the nerds, and then you got the preppy white kids, they sit with the preppy white kids, and then you got us, you know, the ball players, the football players, everybody got their own little circle. And I think when it comes to white people policing white people, it, it's a tribal thing. It, it it's hard for them to harm or take out their own kind, but when it comes to us, we're we're, we're the opposition, you know, and that's just deep rooted in, in humanity. I mean, we've been fighting amongst each other for thousands and thousands of years. That doesn't change. The Middle East, the Middle East, they'll have Sunnis versus Shiites, and that's that goes on for thousands of years. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> to pick sides, but at one point, at what point do we stop behaving like that and actually start thinking about being compassionate towards one another? At a certain point, they got to start looking at us like we're regular people. We got kids, we got families, we got husbands, wives, grandparents, you know, we, we bleed the same, we, we, we live this. I mean, the only thing separating us, man, is is our, the color of our skin, you know? And I'm not, not saying that, um, I'm not saying black people aren't the only people that are being oppressed in the world. People, people the, the, the argument I always get is, oh, well, you know, my, 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 my ancestors were slaves too. You know, we had people in Ireland, the Irish were slaves. Yeah, but that was how many hundreds of years ago? You got black people right now in the Middle East that are being traded as slaves right now, 2021. You feel me? Like that that's going on right now. You know, that's going on in North Africa. That's going on in the globe right now, where you have black people being traded as slaves. And and to think it's 2021 and there's still slave trades, it's it's mind-boggling to me that no one seems to be doing anything about it. <clears throat> and America ain't but so old, you know what I mean? And before us, it was it was the Native Americans. And then after the Native Americans, it was us. And it's been, you know, we, we, we seem to be the, 
the whipping post for everybody, you know, and you can, you can go into, you know, I, I'm not going to take it there because, you know, you, <laughs> I ain't going to get preachy, I ain't going to get teachy. <laughs> going to a rabbit hole about, you know, the Jews and all that, man, we can go into the tribes of Israel, we can do so much with this subject, but it, it would take up way too much time, and I don't think, I don't think, um, <laughs> A lot of people, you know, want want to hear that. I, I don't want to sit here and, and, you know, sound like Farrakhan when I get into it. <laughs> you'd, be, uh, you'd be surprised what people want to hear. Man. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, I don't know what the problem, what, how to fix the problem. I don't have a solution. I'm not, you know, I'm not one. And, of and, and see, that's, that's my question. It's always my question with you, with all three of you having you know, kids. I know, Paul, you, you have younger kids, but that's, that's, that's where I'm at. Cause I told you guys all week, man, since the last episode with the emotions and everything that we were going through, my stomach and stuff has been in knots. I've been following some of this stuff and I'm just like, like, like you said, I, I want a solution. What do, what do I need to do? What, what does that be the change that you want to see? But I don't know what that change can be, you know? So I, I feel you on that, Hector. I don't, I don't know, but we need, we need an answer, you know, I'm, um, not to I'm, cut, not cut in, but you know what I'm saying? No, you're, you're good, bro. I mean, I, I'm going to just leave with one point. I mean, you know, how sad is it that we got to tell our kids how to behave around people? <laughs> uh, how sad is it that we got to tell them when you get pulled over, show your hands, be respectful, you know, do, I don't know too many of my white friends that got to do that with their kids. You know what I mean? They just, they can get away with just, hey, common courtesy and you'll be fine. You know, common courtesy doesn't seem to work for us anymore. You got a, you got a, a second lieutenant in the military serving to protect the very country that, that, that seems to hate him. And he gets pepper sprayed for having paper tags. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, you know? And like I tell my son and, and my daughters, cause they're teenagers and my son, like I said, he'll be 18. So like I tell him, if anything like that ever happens, you call your mom, you know what I mean? Call me and, and, and you don't answer no questions, no nothing. You know what I mean? And, and we'll, we'll, when we get there, we'll deal with it. But until then, you just, you know, be respectful and do what they tell you and, and show your hands at all times. Don't talk back. You know, <clears throat> I had to tell my brother, the other day when we were coming down to um South Carolina, hey, take the um, take the flag off the off the window because you don't want to get pulled over for the what kind um, of flag you had. You know you don't want to you don't want to go ahead and, and get pulled over just because you have something and then that gives him probable cause like, oh well, it was you know obstructing his view or whatever and then they want to search cars and do all that and then so I I I tell them all the time like, you know just minimize the risk and. It's sad that you gotta live like that. You know what right I mean? On. And the answer that the and the, the big problem is is police aren't trained enough. They go to they go to their school and then they they're, they're, they go on the on the road and they do left seat, right seat for six months to a year, and then it seems like they don't train no more. They forget training. They don't they don't, you know, we learned that in middle school. Practice makes perfect. You know what I mean? And in in the military, they 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 teach you slow is fast, fast is smooth. You know what I mean? You, you gotta train, 
and, and you got to go over scenarios. And, and I think that's something that is that is doable, but they just don't want to because, again, we got your back, so don't worry about it. You know, and hopefully with this George Floyd uh, verdict, hopefully it's, it's a, uh, you know, they get put on notice, man. But now Minnesota's trying to pass a law where you can't record police. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what, 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 what can you do? Because it seems like, you know, we, we, we get a win and then they try to undercut and do something to stop us from, from you know, helping ourselves. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I just, I, I hate that, you know, 50 something years later, we, we still gotta, we still gotta talk to our kids like this, man, you know? <clears throat> and that's pretty much all I got, man. I'm, you know, being a father and then my kids, you know, half black, half Puerto Rican. So it, it sounds sad as hell, man, but they they a little bright, you know what I mean? So hopefully, man, I, I don't know, man. It, it's I had a white friend tell me, you know what? It's a bad time to be a police officer and a black person. I'm glad I'm not neither. I mean, yeah, you shared that with us last night. I was. I mean, come on, man. Like what the you know? It it's common. It's common. It's common sense, man. It's it's just common sense, and. I, I don't know, man. People just, you know, like, 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 uh, like they said in Boys in the Hood, either they don't know, you know, won't show, or just don't care, you know, you just don't care. It don't affect them. It, it's not in that tax bracket. They, they sit on a on a on a pedestal, man. They ain't got to worry about the shit that we got to worry about. So if it don't affect them, why give it energy, you know? So that's all I got, man. I. I <clears throat> I pray for everybody watching this. You know, I, I pray that you guys never have to go through anything like this, man, with your kid, with a family member. You know, I I pray that you're protected at all times, man, and that, you know, they, they will get over this. You know, hopefully. <clears throat> My man. Hey, real, real love. Real quick. Shout out to my mom, man. She made the shirt. You feel me? Yeah, bro. She killed it, bro. Killed it. Got you fixed hey. up, man. <laughs> my mom made this shirt, so I just want to say thank you, Bob. You know what I'm saying? You better not get it dirty either. All right, get right. it up. Getting folded up. <laughs> All right, fellas. My man. My man, I got to get back to the gig. All right, no much doubt, love. Man. We appreciate we'll you tapping you, in, man. Bro. Love appreciate you, bro. No doubt. No doubt. I'll at you. Paul, I think it's all on you, man. We, uh, because yeah. we, we 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 said at the end of last episode we said we were going to be premiering two uh two new segments um and we call Hector we Hector gets in the group chat when we're offline and he just goes on a rant and I mean it it gets out there so what you guys see is us talking him up and coaching him up or down so that he don't go on those rants and it just fly off the walls and we get canceled for they cancel BFA on Wednesdays before we even get this thing, you know, before we can even get, get, get the hundred yard dash in. So um, that section, that, that segment was, we, we call that ranting Rivera or Rivera's rants. And he, he didn't, he was calm because of the, yeah. you know, the subject we were talking about, but sometimes, you know, I'm it surprised. can get a little, it can get, yeah, he's a different person. I don't know who that is. But um, I'll take it every day of the week as long as it keeps us online and keeps us going, you know. So 
so that segment is the uh, Rivera's rants. And, you know, Hector had to get back to getting that money because, you know, money makes the world go round. So he had to sign out. And then we have another segment that we're going to be debuting. It is uh, Cornelius, Cornelius, Cornelius's Compass. And you know that the compass is north, south, east, west. You got your cardinal directions and, you know, you got your intermediates and everything like that. And, and when we got Neil in the chat and, and we give him the, the, the keys and he's in the driver's seat, just buckle up, man. You know, he got the compass and he's going and just be along for the ride. It's going to always be insightful. It's going to get deep. He's always trying to apologize and saying he's getting off topic or he's got to digress. But I love how he I love what he does and how he says it and how he uses what he's doing, because he's going to paint you a picture. He's going to frame it. You know what I'm saying? He's going to shellac it. He's going to give you everything you need. And I have no issue with that. So. He's got a segment coming up, you know, and he's going, he, he's got knowledge. It's, it's, it's heavy what he's going to get into. And it may seem like he's dominating this actual stream, but so be it because he took the reins on this one and the passion and everything that he has, that he has lined up. I mean, I, we couldn't, we couldn't try to chain that man down and, well, you know, I don't want to chain, but we didn't want to, you know, put any limitations on him. We just going to let him go. We do try to keep it to under our, you know, around about an hour for viewing, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, it'll be on the podcast and all that kind of stuff. So, so, so be it. I always tell the fellas when we talk and there's no time constraint. You say what you got to say. And, you know, we worry about the time later on. I mean, they can catch it on the replay or whatever they're going to do. So we got Rivera's rants and we got Cornelius's compass. And we're just going to let Paul give us some insight because we call him a young dude. And then, you know, he says, well, I'll follow you guys. You know, I'll just piggyback off of what y'all going or whatever. And, Earlier this week, he says, you know what? No, I got some stuff. I'm coming with some stuff. And I was like, yo, take the lead. Because I myself, I've been telling them since last week, yo, I'm, I'm down bad, man. This is my emotions have been all over the place. Me and the wife took a mental health day yesterday, more so for her and for me, um, just to just kind of unplug and, 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 you know, get back to where I need to be. Because I'm telling you, man, it, it's been eating me up. It's been tearing me up. And um, I'm, I'm in a good place. But uh you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to take any more this time. You know, I'm going to let Paul get into what he's got going on, his thoughts, feelings, and reactions. He'll toss it to Neil, and I'll check the comments, and we'll just go from there. So I guess, like, prefacing everything, it's like we all been there, right? But the the one thing that's probably the most important is that we just ain't, you know, we weren't killed. You know what I'm saying? Like you had, you had the cutlass, you know what I'm saying? Like, regardless of anything, you know, you got a level head. You was, you came from a good household and um, it's, it's serious enough as it is. You still going to get looked at crazy. You know what I'm saying? Having the strong foundation that you came from, they still gonna look at you crazy because you pushing the cutlass. You know what I'm saying? Um, I won't dive too far into it, but you know, I dabbled elsewhere and I went through that, you know, having the type of car that I had a little while ago. Um, and it's as crazy as it is, um, we don't we always want to talk about you know, how the system is, you know, not in favor of us. 
it was never supposed to be in favor for us in on any level it wasn't supposed to be oh this whole like liberty and justice for all thing that that won't ever the case like that wasn't supposed to be for us that was them talking to each other and it's still the same way now like for me we've all been you know like i said we've all been profiled i have rightfully so or not been pulled over um i've had instances where i've been pulled over nothing going on no red flags and you get the run around from the police officers and then you know they're gonna try to put pressure on you to get you to do something in order for them to be able to do something and everything is like you know we're gonna bait you in we're gonna bait you in we're gonna bait you in um like i said having the type of car that i used to have and being around here a lot i've been followed home like i said rightfully so in you know some situations some some not whatever you know not going there but um to be like pulled over and you telling me you know like i ran a red light and it's a car that stops right in front of me before that light changes green and then you know i'm handcuffed on crutches leaning on the back of my car at gunpoint like you can't explain that to nobody you know what i'm saying so it it goes to it goes to the realm of who really who really can like make a change for it it's it's no way to make a change the only thing and i hate to say this but the right people can say this not us of course but the only thing that it's going to take it's is retaliation and that's where we don't want it to go because it's more costly for us than it would be anything or anybody else and then mm -hmm. speaking of the retaliation factor or the aspect of retaliation like i'm a strong believer in you know like the i for an eye type of thing you know what i'm saying like if you know, you treat people how they treat you, they start to listen, they start to understand, they start to pay attention to you a little bit. And um, accountability, you know, the, the I for an I thing going into accountability, like everybody's so happy about what happened in the accountability, but we still got to tap into what <clears throat> is yet to come with this. Judge still got to make a decision on that. Yeah, he's facing what, 40 years, something like that? Mm -hmm. On one account, yeah. Right. But is he gonna get that full 40 years? He ain't got no criminal, he ain't got no criminal record. He's a police officer. So that we know of. Tech right, but technically mm -hmm. technically in Minnesota though, you if you have no criminal record, you only have to serve I think two thirds of your time. If I'm not mistaken, I, I could be wrong on that. I'll check on that again, but um that just it, it don't make sense whereas i've been threatened to <clears throat> be taken to jail for having a dark tint on my car and mm -hmm. i tell you you can't search my car because you ain't got no right to search my car you you just pulled me over because you saw my car and that was it and you you just you want to be a superhero so you can look good for your friend at my expense that's that's not what we're doing yeah, um, you fit the profile yeah, absolutely. Um, 
knowing how everybody is always getting on the system and saying that the system has to, you know, do for us, do for us, do for us. I still kind of look at the problem still being us. Like everybody doesn't come from the same environment. That's cool. I understand that. But knowing how I've lost friends back home, um, knowing the type of people that I've been around in certain environments, um, the main thing that has always been a constant is that don't slide. So, and Hector said something to me, um, said something, the same thing that I brought up in the group text, you know, we was talking yesterday, like the Trayvon Martin thing. Ain't no way I, I'm gonna say it this way. It just is what it is. If I'm lying, whatever, or you don't <laughs> like it, cool. It's no way in hell that George Zimmerman should still be alive. You can't dress it up to me no kind of way because the same instance of, like I just said, certain environments where people come from, certain situations that's going on, and it's like, oh, yo, you heard what happened to such and such? And it's like, yeah, yeah, we, we already know. We on that. We on, okay, so let's just look at Florida or just certain cities in the country that's murder caps. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Philly. I'm a Philly dude. So I'm aware of what goes on. I've lost family members. I've lost friends back home to stuff like this just recently, like months ago. Somebody do something to somebody. Oh, all right. We, we on that already. And it's something <clears> that's going to happen. So there's no way you can explain to me how you put all this pressure on all these news reporters, on the media, on the court in a system that's not designed for us anyway. And then you tell me they let him walk out of that courtroom unscathed, not charged with nothing, not guilty. And he survived the rest of that night. My man, so he had the gun up on um, He sold a gun, didn't he? The sold gun he gun. shot him with. Signing bags of Skittles and stuff. Sold the gun, signing stuff, <clears throat> making a joke out of it, talking to people um, that had like, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was like one or two like trust funds or GoFundMe's or whatever that was put in place for him. And people mm -hmm. was putting like hundreds of thousands of dollars in there just putting money on the books. <laughs> like, like, are you serious right now? Like, you can't tell me. You, you, you can't tell me how in that area. The level of outrage that went behind that entire situation. Somebody down there didn't make no move it you can't like i would love to hear and it's and it's always the craziest thing of course i understand people know people don't want to go right in there and just you know blow the spot up i get that but from cartels from hustlers from people that's just really into just getting active right that that's just what it is. You there's I don't understand that. Even if you even if you don't per se, you are the one responsible. If you yourself are in that particular, I don't want to say field because it definitely ain't nothing to say like that. But if if that's what you into or that's what you about, you know, you got stuff like that going on. I don't understand how that wouldn't be something that could have been addressed. I'll leave that one there. Um, hmm. The the media thing too, 
it's something else that Hector said. It's it's um it's being passed down because we was just talking about that. Um, I think it was I think it was today. I, I can't remember, man. We talk about so much stuff. We throw so much stuff at each other. Might have been <laughs> might have been somebody else I had this conversation with, but the school in Texas with the kids that you know what I'm saying. They got a Snapchat or whatever account, and it's called um. The slave trade or the, the the nigger auction. Like, you're trying to tell me that's cool? And, I mean, of course it ain't cool, but ain't nobody just sitting around. I don't even know. It, it don't even matter if they was – I don't know how old they were. I don't Doesn't know. Doesn't matter. It, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But they didn't just sit there and just, let's do something like this. Like nah, it's that's that's sprinkled in there. That's that's upbringing. That's that's everything that means nothing to them and everything to us. Because could you imagine if one of us back in the day came to the group and was like, "Yo, <clears throat> we should go do something." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry, Major Gathers. We need you to come outside. We need your son. We need yeah. Bring the dog. Ready to Yeah. You already just lay, know. Just, just lay down right here, real quick. Like you Sorry. already know what you already know what's happening with that. And yep. to to see that happening, and then they had a bid, or they had the the prices were ranging from um a dollar to a hundred dollars for all the like black kids and then they had different bids and different, you know, different amounts. And then they had reasons kind of justifying why they placed that bid or why they gave that particular black student the, the, I guess, ranking or mm -hmm. bid, know, price cost. bid or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we gave him $50 because of so-and-so. And then when it was addressed by the school, you know, it was just called cyber bullying in it. it you know that that's that's all it was addressed as. Mm -hmm. They ain't not one time say it was inappropriate behavior. It was racist. It was nah. It was just cyber bullying, and that that's it. You, you Chalk it up. That, you just, yeah, you just get that. You just get that slap on the hand, and um, like it's it's messed up, man. Like we don't we don't ever have a fair shake, even if it's something that we're doing that's meaningful. Like, I didn't really notice it, um, but the stuff that I did this past Christmas with my nonprofit, I just realized everybody that I did something for, I, for the 100 kids, I think, and it's bad to say this because I can count it, but looking back on it and counting it, I had two Hispanic kids and three white children out of a hundred kids and I never, I didn't even realize it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I felt bad for it, but at the same time, first and foremost, I'm just thinking like, I gotta take care of my people. You know what I'm saying? Cause ain't nobody knocking on my door. Ain't nobody calling me. Ain't nobody <clears throat> sending me a text message asking me if they can do something or send something to my kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can respect what I'm doing, but they skip they skip right over me 
and my kids the same way. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter. They don't they don't look at us in that way. And we have all types of different things going for us. You know what I'm saying? We got moguls that are helping, you know, lift voter restrictions and starting businesses and making investments, trying to get into the stock market to do things to, you know, actually like help us change things culturally. And they don't, they don't want to see that. They, they hate, and it's not even, I don't even think it's us. It's just what we can become. So the threat of that crosses their mind. And that's what makes them, I'm sorry to say this, Mama Gathers, that's what makes them shit their pants. <laughs> because, and, and, and we'll go right back to it, but again, my legal name on paper does not look like what you're listening to or what you see on the screen right now. So when I show up, I can tell you countless times where I've been told, nah, that's not your name. Can I see your ID? Or I gotta wait a little bit longer for them to verify that I am who I say I am. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy to me. You know, <laughs> and so it's, it's literally seeing, oh, damn, look at this. This is crazy. Look at, look at these credentials, look at this. And then when you show up looking like us, it's like, oh, nah, whoa, hold up, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Like my boss, <clears throat> my boss insults my intelligence and he tries it and he tries to say different things that are crazy. Like he has a high school diploma. He's a supervisor, my supervisor. He will talk to me as if I'm like a six year old kid <laughs> asking me if I know what the word implement means, stuff like that. <laughs> and here I am halfway through my master's program and thinking about going to get my PhD. I got way more education than you. So you don't have to ask me if I understand what, what that. <laughs> Do you understand it? Right. Right. That's all it is, man. Like, like we're a threat. I got an 11 year old little brother. Like granted, he looked like <laughs> Hector in now, but, <laughs> but even still, he's still, he's still black. Dog. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, he's a threat. It's not what he looks like necessarily. It is what he looks like, but it's just the potential of like, oh shit, he gonna take my son's job one day. Or my daughter might be attracted to him because he's smart. Mm -hmm. They're afraid, they afraid of us. They're afraid of my brother. They're afraid of my son. My daughter too. Y'all know how my daughter get down. They're afraid of mm -hmm. her too. They're afraid of Elijah McCall. You know what I'm saying? Like they, 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 know, they know what's happening. They know what's coming. And that's why it's getting worse and worse. And I hate to say it this way. It's, it's like it's getting younger and younger. Like we're going to let the, we're going to let the 40 and 50 year olds, we're going to let them slide. We can, we can keep them in line. Let's find these, let's find these young boys. Let's find Dante Wright. Let's find this 20 year old dude that's going to do something in the next five, 10 years that might mess around and put and set us back. You know what I'm saying? He like, might be on to something. Let's go ahead and, you know, man. Yeah, yeah, like, like, could you imagine? Could you imagine if what's his name? This dude, uh, uh Zuck, Zucker, Zuck, no, Zuck, what's the Facebook dude name? Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, all right. Could you imagine <laughs> if he looked like me? <laughs> Tyrone, nah. if you don't get out of here, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> you, you what? 
Nah, nah, nah. We we can't talk. We don't. We don't. We already tried Black Planet, sir. Get it yeah. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what I'm you know what I'm saying? But um, I hate it, man. Like I, yeah. I really do hate it, and it's it's no other way that's going to peacefully bring about the equality that we need, except for really finding a Wakanda out here <laughs> and putting and putting the and putting the beam up. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's all that's all it's going to take for us to really be like, all right. We safe, we're happy, you know what I'm saying? That that's it. Ain't nothing else gonna happen. Like you can give us all the money in the world and still kill us. Right on. You know what I'm saying? It don't mean nothing. Some people cool with that. But I don't think us collectively talking, it ain't no it ain't no amount of work uh, amount of money in the world that will keep us quiet. You know, like like P, you told us. You you've told us this before. I ain't gonna put your business out there, but you know, your retirement plan and all that. Yes, sir. Shit, I want to know. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about like his goal as far as like you know he's trying to wrap it up in a couple it, it soon. Yeah, 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 Whereas yeah, yeah. Billy Joe, Jim Bob, and them, they they like they's trying to stay there at the plant till they seventy. So, oh, Preston, you trying to do what? Preston trying to be on a private island by forty. And they're gonna look Working. and they're gonna look at you and they're gonna look right. at you like why the hell you think you can why the hell you think you can do that? Like they can have a boat in a house, but we can't have a boat in a house. Don't believe me, just watch. It's crazy, dog. I, I'm I can, I, I'm cool. I'm a I'm a chill. Uh I can dig it. Look, the sub the segue <laughs> though, I see uh Dana McCall. What's up, sis? Dana McCall would be uh Cornelius's other half. Is it the better half, you know? But uh, that's the that's the queen. Piece. That's it the queen. Be, it gotta be the better queen. Half. Dana Dane, what's going on, sis? So she said, I tell my oldest and one of my my buddies from college, Savannah State, when I was in Savannah, Georgia. He said, you know, we are powerful, and I, I didn't get to him. You know, yeah, we are powerful beyond measure, no doubt. Um, but Dana, sis said, I tell my oldest son this all the time with the exclamation points. Three of them. They are afraid of what you will become when given the same opportunities. And with that, Neil, take us on a ride. Fantastic man, voyage. You know, so you you know what, man? Uh, I had notes, you know. I, I knew notes. you did, and I knew when we I started put, talking. Go ahead. So go ahead. So but but you know what, man, my you know, the bros, man, what I did was so first firstly, I'm gonna preface this with uh, you know, I put this slide deck together, you know. And my wife, man, she she roasted me, man. She cut him incredible, up. man. <laughs> she roasted me something incredible, man. You know, because uh, I love being on that that instructor uh, platform, you know, and uh, and and I and the information is well packaged, you know, and I'm ready to unpack it. <laughs> However, you know, between Paul and Hector, you know, y'all pretty much knocked off all the information I had planned, you know. Say what well, um, now? You got something on there. You got but, something. Well, but the, but the thing is, you know, uh, more importantly, right? Because we're, we're discussing um, social issues, right? And um, I'm keeping it. I have it on the tip of my tongue, man. Coach Harold, he, uh, I was reading one of his comments, man. And he was talking about how he has to uh, put on that police hat with some of the, you know, our youth within the school, you know, which I'm gonna touch on that here uh, shortly. Yes, sir. Um, one one of the things you know uh, that Paul and Hector alluded to, man, was uh, uh, education, right? Education, talking to our youth, 
which is something that my wife and I, uh, we, we pride and very proud of that we do, right? Yeah. So um, that's where it starts, right? Because for us, right, we're, we're, our, we're, we're, we're at a point now, we're in reaction mode. We react to everything, mm-hmm. right? We've already done our elementary school, middle school, high school. We're out here in the world. Boom, we're thrown into a, a system of oppression or systematic racism, divisive tech. We're already in it, right? We had no idea. PK, we talked briefly about it. You know what I mean? About, you know, um, about your pops schooling you on certain things, you know. Um, I had no idea on a lot of this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Most of my, uh, my awareness of my surroundings is due to self-study. You know, so my three boys, they won't have that opportunity to say they didn't know, right? Because my five-year-old, when he hits first grade, he's going to know other people other than Martin Luther King Jr., right? So uh, education being king, right? Uh, Words having meaning uh, depending how you use them, right? And what what puzzled me, and I brought that up because Hector brought up... uh, the, the crack era, you remember, you know, he said the crack era, you know, most mm-hmm. of the time you use era, you know, that's a term of, of greatness, good times, you know, right? yeah, good, good times. times, you know, <laughs> the nineties era of hip hop, right, <laughs> no, right, right. The era, you know, but, but today, you know, it's the opioid pandemic. Yes, sir. <laughs> right. So I'm not going to go into that, but you, you can see where those, uh, those eras who they're geared toward, right. What, what type of people and words have meaning. My wife and I, we, we talk about that all the time, man. Um, collective union, right? Collective thinking. Paul touched on, uh, you know, the uh, the re- retaliation, right? And the uh, first, second, and tertiary effects, you know, mm-hmm. that has, I like that word, the tertiary effects that it has on our community, you know, um, and why no one did anything, you know. Uh, partly uh, because our, and this is specifically for folks with melanin, right? Our melanated brothers and sisters, man. We're we're so divisive amongst each other that uh, to to the minute, right? To the minute variable in life, right? So we push out these, hey, man, we're doing a live feed, you know, out of between the four of us, that's over 1,500, 1,600 people, right? And you might have not even a fraction of people to actually tune in, you know what I mean, to consume the information, right? So we can't get people to do that. How can we collectively say, hey, man, we were about to go to war with an institution that was designed to eradicate us, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's on, the, that's on the foundational level, right? Right, right. Um, you know, and we, and we had some, we had some, some uh, we had a martyr, right? We had a martyr. Uh, He's classified as a serial killer, right? His name is Chris Dorner, right? I and I Chris. call him I call I call him a martyr because uh, not 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 necessarily for what he did um, as far as murdering those people. It was the reason behind why he did it, you know. Uh, it was extreme, right? He's he's classified as an extremist. Um, his ideologies, though, I, I mean, I I can't lie. I mean, I kind of I, I dig it, you know. Um, 
his method, right? His approach, <laughs> right? To, to his extremist thought processes is kind of where I'm, you know, I don't want to go murder a lot of people, but, but my, uh, my, uh, my segue into my next topic of, of, of our youth would be to, um, Hey man, you start by, uh, educating our kids and they will be the inception into our laws and into our police departments. Right. So how would you feel, man, you walking down, you know, Livonia Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, man, and, and NYPD from Livonia all the way to picking or Schenectady, right? Schenectady <laughs> out there by, uh, by uh, the Barclays Center. And all those boys in blue look like you, right? They look like you. Because what we did, you know what I mean? We educated our kids from this point and said, hey, it's okay to be a police officer, you know? It's okay. Instead of, you know, and, and my peers, you know, family peers, you know, it's something that they frown upon, you know, hey, uh, F the police, right? Um, the, the pigs, the such as, but okay, that's cool, you know, but the only way that you, um, you break down a virus, right, is you, you, uh, you inject an antidote, right? Why not be the antidote, right? It's okay if you want to be a police officer, you want to go into forensics, right? You want to go into the, the FBI, all those alphabets. Yeah. Right. It's okay. Right. Because we need you there. Uh, not, not for, um, your kids, but we, we need you there for your kids, kids, right. Because we need to turn, we need to, um, um, unravel, uh, that hand stitched, uh, belief that, you know what I mean? That we monsters. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it really don't take much, um, to, uh, look at me. Right with my, my sleeves, you know, and I walk outside and they, you know, it's a house, a nice big house across the street and they profile me immediately, <laughs> you know, immediately, yep. you know, and, but hey, I, I read hired in a, a third grade, uh, I have hired in a third grade education, <laughs> you know, we, we can intellectual, we, you know, we can, we can go there, you know, uh, I walk around with my, you know, with my schmog and my, you know, my, my halo rap, depending on what day it is, you know, and I, and I do that, uh, to show my kids, it's okay to look like you, right. Cause representation and confidence is the key. Yes, sir. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, I mean, we, we touched on a lot of stuff. Really. I wanted to dive into, um, you know, Minnesota making these changes, you know, uh, and you would have to understand the the history, right? And she, my wife, again, man, the queen beat me up, right? You know, why are you going into the history? I, I, I when, you, when you told me about it, I was like, she got a point, man. But some people got to hear it. They didn't, because I didn't know half of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So right, right. I, I'm with her. Right. She, I know she don't want to be preachy, be teaching, you being an yeah, instructor, yeah, absolutely. man. But, absolutely. You know, you can, you can split it, and, and, and it's, it's up to you. But like I said, as we were discussing yeah. it before going on, I was like, hey, I didn't even know half of this stuff. So like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and then what, what was the quote you said, you know, to, to, to discuss a topic, you need to know the history, right? Is that what we were talking Absolutely. about earlier? Absolutely. So yeah, go for it. Absolutely. So, and, and, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to go deep, you know, uh, into those notes that I have about the history of uh, <laughs> law Dennis enforcement. Then it said, stop blasting me. You know, <laughs> you know uh, 
of history of law enforcement in Minnesota, you know, um, and it's no bash on the uh, the uh, the state of Minnesota, right? And and it's not a bash on on its residents, right? Because I got a couple of friends, man, that I serve with, man, that are from Minnesota, right? But the construct of which they uh, oppress my community, right? It, from back then, you know, pre Jim Crow through Jim Crow, right up into that uh, the Jim Crow of the North time, you know. Um, it, it will it will take you to the point leading up to today, right? So the fact that we we just had a uh, a verdict, right? I, uh, and we're awaiting the sentencing of George, you know, of, of Chauvin uh, uh, executing George Floyd. You know, within that whole 12, 13 month time span, we we lost another brother, man, in Minnesota. You know. And I mean, I don't know if you guys are surprised, you know, that that the the police officer, the lady got off, you know, mm -hmm. uh, we're not going to go into the, those specifics, but, um, you know, those roots, right, those seeds have been planted, man, since, you know, the 1600s, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, uh, uh, the verdict was a, it was a big, it was an accomplishment from a, from a surface level, right, because that's what we wanted to see from an emotional standpoint, but the, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, you know, I, I'll, I'll leave you with this, you know, um, educate your youth, right? Educate your youth. Um, it's okay to be a book, a bookie, right? It's okay. Did you, you say know, something every, every, about raising royalty over there? I didn't hear. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, man, but oh, you know, oh, I'm sorry. Hash, hashtag the raising royalty brand, right? And that goes, well, you know, but I mean, but I appreciate that, Paul, but you know, that, that will, you know, that brand of raising royalty, you know, it runs concurrent with everything that we're talking about, right? right. Because, yep. you know, on, on Fridays, man, we, we converse all of this stuff that we talk about now, right? Saturdays, we get up and we read a book, you know, and, and that's, that's what we're doing. You know, that's, that's the, of course, we all know the the black family is, is the, the key to success, right? You know, that for our youth, you know, they, they see that the imagery is like, Oh, that's what's supposed to happen. You know, that's how we were destroyed. Anyway, that's a whole nother topic. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's what we do, you know, um, yeah, I mean, goodness gracious, man. And then uh, I'm going to leave my last piece, man. I had to go speak to uh, um, behavioral health, right? I had to go talk to behavioral health, um, you know, for some for some personal issues, man. And he was he was asking me about, uh, uh, you know, things that affect me emotionally, right? Or trigger anxiety, you know, or depression, Um and I told him, you know, the social issues, right? And he, he was like, yeah, well, you know, obviously the, the George Floyd, you know, and then I, I sort of, I broke down a tad, man, you know, um, my, you know how that feeling, you about to cry, your nose start burning, you know? Oh, yeah. And- uh, Started to get ugly. It did, man, I made a, I made an ugly face, man. And, Cause he, he didn't understood, he didn't understand how, uh, how deep it ran, you know? Uh, about you know what my boys look like my three sons look like you know or even my wife you know um thinking about how do i protect them you know what i mean uh i have no answer 
I mean, apparent, apparently you do, you could do everything right, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you could fall under an, uh, law enforcement's umbrella of excuses on why they took you out, you know. Um, it's everybody else's fault except for this. Right. Basically, basically. And you know what, you know what, Paul, man, it's not a, uh, it's not a black versus white, you know. It's not. Um, they, they, they've knocked off, mo- you know, um, a multitude of different cultures. You know, the yeah. reason why we bring it up or why these different uh, uh, black organizations bring it up, man, is, is because of that, uh, that uh, systemic relationship. It's the relationship. You know what I mean? Uh, Irish, Paul, I mean, Hector brought that up. You know, it, it doesn't matter because they viewed us the same way <laughs> when they came to America back in the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh I mean, with that P, P, man, that's all I got, man. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, and then you know, Janet, I'm, I'm, we, we, we got into it, and uh, like I said, um, it, it, it's heart wrenching. Like I said, I, I haven't had a lot to say, but as I've gone through just some of the, and then Hector, the guy he was talking about earlier, I got his name. It was Tony Tempa, Tony T I M P A, um, was the the yeah. white individual yeah. that they had. Dallas. Yeah, they, they, they had him, yeah. they had his face in the grass. I mean, they were just laughing. Hey, maybe we need to hit him with this cocktail, you know, and it was a cocktail that they, a drug concoction they give at the, um, not the nursing home, but the psychiatric home where they were kidding. And, and this guy was off his meds. And I'm not saying our police officers need to be, they need six or, you know, six to eight years of psychiatric training and, and they got to be, you know, counselors and all that kind of stuff. But and I, I have I have family members that work, you know, they, they wear the badge and everything like that. But it, it's, it's got to change. I don't know how it's going to change. I've seen some of the training. They even hire officers that have uh, backgrounds where they were abusive or, or DUIs. And, stuff, and these guys are still getting hired. So I, I just don't see how somebody that could that could abuse somebody, wife, kids, whatever, could then get a job and you give him a gun and a nightstick and everything else to go out here and police people knowing he has aggression issues and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, as I look over the names and Hector said a couple of them and you got the Breonna Taylors, the Mike Browns, Elijah McClain, George Floyd, Trayvon Martin, Tamir Rice, Terrence Crutcher, Alton Sterling, Sandra Bland, Ahmaud Arbery, Corey Jones, Dante Wright, Alton Sterling, if I said him twice, Philando Castile, like all of that, and then some. Those are the ones that I follow because they look like me, but there's some that I've also followed that did not look like me and it's not right. So before we get into any more of that, we're going to put She Gathers Wellness on, aka my queen, um, and she's going to give us a little guided meditation just to kind of bring us back into a neutral spot, get us well balanced, you know, and get ready to take this on. So uh, she's going to give us a little bit of her, her gift, her skill, give us, shed some of our, um, shine some of her light on us. I'll jump back on and, you know, me and the fellas will go through the the goodbyes and the social media tags and all that kind of stuff. And um, that's where we'll be. So I bring to you, She Gathers Wellness, Janet. Thank you. Hello, hello, all. Let me um, do the real quick. Hey, Sus, go ahead, girl. Hey, Walt, Polly. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. So um, hello, everyone. Um, yeah, heavy topic. Um, usually I'm in the comments and all that kind of stuff. I did have a client that ended when this started, but usually I jump on, but this, like Preston said, is heavy in the heart and emotions for him, and I am an empath myself, so I just, I can't. So, (laughs) 
So this is for everyone to bring them back together, but also just for me because I don't even watch the news. I haven't watched the news in a decade. I don't scroll Facebook. I post my stuff and leave and I reply to my comments like I'm that person because I just can't. So um, this is for me as much as it is for everyone else. So I'm going to ask my my other brothers from another mother, if you can mute yourself just in case so we don't have a dog bark or a baby cry or a glass break or something in the middle when I get everybody into their thing. So um, Neil had the question, you do not have to sit cross-legged, folks. <laughs> Although we all should be able to sit cross-legged, but I mean, if you can't, maybe you should hire me. But that's a, that's a topic for a different day. So... <laughs> First things first, if you are driving or, you know, operating heavy machinery or you need your full attention on something, this is not the time for you to close your eyes. You can slow down your breath and kind of bring yourself back in, but I'm not liable. So do what you need to do for you. Um, also, uh, if you do want to do the meditation later, of course, you know, the BFA game will post it so you can just play it back. So just a little bit of details about meditation. Um, this meditation is Pacific, Pacific, Pacific Ocean. Um, it is grounding to bring you back into you and to balance everything off. So just to level off our emotions and just gather us back together. So it is for if you have that anxious energy right now, maybe your energy is distracted. Maybe you feel like you've taken on some energy from the topic. So you feel a little heavy. It is for all of that. So to release energy or to bring you back up. If you're not familiar with breathing and meditation, there's no right way to do it. I know a lot of people say they don't like to meditate because they can't stop their thoughts and all of the kind of stuff. Well, you're not going to stop your thoughts unless you're no longer existing. So it's not about stopping your thoughts. It's about calming the mind to a point where you can start to have some peace and some pause in between the thoughts or you have directed thoughts. So it's not about stopping your thoughts. You're not going to stop your thoughts. If you do, then... Like I said, you're probably no longer with us. <laughs> um, also, uh, meditation, like all other things, football, gymnastics, sex, anything, with it takes practice. So I'm sure you didn't go shoot the ball one time, couldn't make it, and you were like, screw this, I'm not doing it no more. I'm sure you didn't hit it once and was like, oh, that was too quick, I'm not doing it no more. You practice everything else. So if you want to be good at it, continue to try it. So <laughs> with that, just take what you need from it and leave what you don't. Don't judge it. You don't have to have it happen a certain way. Just take what you need, leave what you don't. So for all those that are not driving and operating heavy machinery, um, I want you to either come to a comfortable seat. You can have your legs out long. You can do cross leg. You also can just go ahead and lay down if that's your vibe. So sitting or laying, whatever you need for you today. So if you are going to sit, I want you to stack your spine over your shoulders. Uh, if you're laying down, you can bring the soles of your feet together and open your knees like a book. So you open the hips. So wherever you are, just make sure you are in a position where you can sit for a few minutes and not have to tussle around a lot and all the other kind of stuff, okay? So now let's just get out of the mind, get out of the feelings. We're going to start to bring ourselves back into our heart space and our bodies and just most importantly, come back into our life force. So our life force is our breath. Without breath, there is no life. You can live without food. You can live without water. As we know, 
if you can't breathe, you can't live. I'm not going to wrap it back into that. But anyways, <laughs> so I will guide you through the whole way. So there's nothing for you to do. Just be. So we're going to just start by gently closing the eyes. So in your laying position or in your seat, just come to an eyes close and just start to slow down your breath. So just pay attention to how it feels. Just notice your breath in and out. Notice how the chest rises when you fill up. Notice how the belly falls as you empty. And just let your shoulders fall away from your ears, relaxing your jaw. Start to drop your thoughts, not thinking about what happened earlier today, not thinking about that email you meant to send, not thinking about what BFA said 10 minutes ago, just letting go, bringing your attention to this present moment. There's nowhere to go, nothing to do, just be here now, supported by what you sit or lay on, just breathing slower, releasing the tension from your fingers and your toes, sending your inhales, full belly breath. So draw your energy in your air all the way down below your belly button, fill up your low back and then pull it up your chest into your torso, filling up all the way into the shoulders and then take a slight pause and then let it go gently, unclenching the glutes and releasing the hamstrings. Turning your attention back into your breath. Inhaling through the nose. Exhaling through the nose. Feel total awareness in your breath. Start to make your exhale a little longer than your inhale. So if you're breathing in for four, breathe out for five. Smoothing that breath out. Getting out all the lumps and bumps. As you breathe, take in as much oxygen as you can, starting to revive the body. And as you exhale, just imagine that air sweeping away all that does not serve you. Notice the natural rhythm and depth of your breath, relaxing down, dropping in deeper. With your exhale, drop out of the mind, coming into the breath and the body. With each exhale, release any and all tension. Just start to find balance within you. Find that balance regardless of the sounds and the thoughts occurring around you now. Regardless of any distractions or thoughts within you now. Find your balance amongst the chaos. Be balanced in your breath, even now with all the distractions. Take a long, slow breath in and hold at the top. Exhale, letting it go slowly. One more time, deep breath in, long and slow. Hold and let it go slow. Fully relax, sinking into the floor in your seat or on your back. With your next breath, start to picture in your mind a big, bright, brilliant light. This light can be any color. Just imagine it now. Don't judge the light. Don't judge the request to imagine a light. Just see the light. 
Just be here and breathe, seeing the light. Become one with this big, bright, brilliant light. This light makes you feel safe and held and protected. Just breathing here, letting go. This light brings you peace and it flows all around you. Breathing here, letting go a little bit more. Relaxing down a little bit more. If any thoughts have come back, just notice and let them go. No need to trail them or figure them out. Remember there's nothing to do, nowhere to go. Just breathe. Start to invite in this big, brilliant light. Become one with the light. Invite it in further, drawing it in more and more. This light is straight from the divine. It starts to combine with your inner light. It melts into you at a soul level. Breathing that in long and slow. Exhale and letting it go. Your light and this divine brilliant light become one and together they heal and balance you from the inside out. The light grows and expands, reaching all points, crevices, and hidden away corners of your being. It begins to run the central channel of your spine, tuning and aligning each chakra, each meridian, and every single circuit. It radiates to the outside of your being, encompassing all that you are in a big ball of light. This is a light of connection, a light of oneness. Still breathing here, peace flowing throughout your entire body. You are light in the mind, breathing here. This connecting light, it connects you to me, it connects you to the trees. It connects you to all other beings. It connects you to all other things. This connection and oneness releases all negativity, pain, and worry from your mind and body. This light starts to add energy where it is needed within you, and it removes energy where there is access. Taking what you need in this moment, exhaling, releasing all that does not match. Bring to your imagination this big, brilliant light sweeping over your body. The light sweeps from your crown to your tailbone, the tips of your toes all the way down. The light carries away all that is stiff, stuck, and stagnant. It continues down, down, down into the earth. The light spreads into the earth wide and far. The light is spreading like tree roots. It is grounding down, it is anchoring, and it is taking up space. Breathing here, continuing to ground down into these roots. With each breath, drop in deeper ground down further, breathing here, letting go, relaxing those shoulders back down, unclenching the jaw, 
grounding your light, anchoring your energy, your mind, your spirit, and most importantly, your breath. Let this root system take away all that no longer serves you, removing suffering, trauma, pain, doubt, worry, fear, anxiety, programming, and the energy of others. Letting it all go now, sending it away deep, deep, deep into the earth's core, letting it go now, sending it all away. Keep sending these pains and worries, these stuck emotions deep into the earth until your spirit feels balanced. Keep sending it away until you are free and grounded once again. Keep sending it away until your mind feels lifted. Keep sending it away until your body feels whole and full of joy. Breathing here, letting go of a little bit more, grounding down. Keep sending away. And when you are complete, when your mind, your body, and your spirit are back in balance, only then start to draw back just your energy from the earth's core. Only draw back what belongs to you and what is vibrating at its highest. Draw back in that energy that is now fresh, that is now grounded, that is now revitalized, that is now balanced. This energy is tailored to serve you and your highest good. There is enough for everyone, so take all that you need leaving only what does not serve you for the earth to transmute into better. Drawing back in your light and your roots slowly and gently, breathing in, pulling back in your light and your roots, pulling back in peace, drawing in unconditional love, pulling in compassion and joy, gratitude and affection, inviting these feelings to flow freely within you now. Start to seek within your body a new lightness. Maybe you feel as if you are floating off the floor. Maybe your thoughts have taken flight. Maybe you feel loose and limp in the limbs and organs. Just breathing here now, noticing and soaking that in. Breathing here, grounding down, now whole and full of life and energy, completely balanced and rooted down. Breathing here in all your power, breathing in here all of your awareness, letting go of all that does not match. Letting go, letting go, letting go. We'll take a few more breaths here before we begin to move about. Just notice your new vibration. Notice the freedom in your thoughts. Notice the feeling in your body. And when you're ready, you can begin to wiggle your fingers and toes. Maybe you lift and lower the shoulders. 
Maybe you take the head left to right. If you are laying, you can draw the knees into the chest and then roll your way up to a simple seat. And you don't have to, but you are invited to bring your hands to your heart, pressing your thumbs into your breastbone, only if it's comfortable to you. And we'll take in one big breath as a community and hold at the top. Exhale, sigh it out. Beautiful job. I hope that you are now grounded and balanced. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will turn it back over to the brothers. Thank you all. Peace and love. Get over here. Wait, hold on. Paul has a question. What's up, bro? Okay, so real quick, I got two things that I want to say. Mm-hmm. First of all, I got a sauna at the crib, and I feel like I just got out the sauna just because of okay. the whole refreshing vibe. So I appreciate you doing that. <laughs> Amen. And for, all, and for all the creeps that sat there and watched us do that, that didn't participate, <laughs> I want to say, if you saw me laughing at any point when you started or during the process of meditating, I kept saying, go back and watch this. Neil makes a face before we started. I saw that face every five or ten seconds in my mind like a little kid it kept coming back that's yeah because i'm listening to you like just go to the bright light find your bright light and then i see neil's face like (laughs) yo that was the first time i've ever done that very first time bro you just hurt my soul i was into it and all i kept seeing was like come on son all right then neil so how was it for you then it was dope i really i I wish i could have uh so i would we did something similar to this in uh pain management for my back um with the breathing techniques you know and uh but i would have loved to get my wife involved in that man like face to face though so we can you know what i mean yeah because i'm sure doing it I'm, I'm sitting on i'm at my bar you know i'm sitting at my bar you be i'm not bar. well it's got the best life right now you know but i mean you know i'm not it's not oh it's not too comfortable you know i got on crocs i would rather be in that space to do it you know what i mean because i think it would have been it would it would do me some good because my back is bad you know yeah i got you we'll uh we'll wrap we'll wrap it back up and sound like you also may need some reiki but we'll talk about that later offline all right. No doubt. Okay. No doubt. All right, brother P. <laughs> Y'all off the chain, man. Y'all off the chain. Let me go to Victoria. All right. <laughs> we need to head that to our weekly routine. Yo, right. so um, that's it, man. We went way over time, but uh, like I said, time is no constraint when I'm hanging out with the bros. So, I mean, I hope everybody enjoyed that. The, uh, the grounding and the meditation. I don't know why she would even give me something like that this close to my bedtime anyway, because I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I was on the floor and I was about gone, you know? So, uh, yeah, we will, uh, let me see. What, what do I have here left on the bottom of my page? I said, um, we are, oh yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in. We will hang out and we'll, we'll be in the comments for a little bit, um, you know, just, just interacting and stuff like that. Like and like the page, follow, comment, subscribe um i think on the actual page we have all our social medias this will be up on spotify uploaded so you can tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out on spotify um 
uh, YouTube, Instagram, we're on Anchor, Google Podcasts. Like I said, if you go to the Brothers from Another page, um, all of those are listed up there. Just tell a friend to reach out and get us on, you know, check us out. Um, hope we're giving you some insightful stuff and that, that you guys are enjoying it. And please, 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 I mean, we have topics, no doubt. We really do have topics, and we could get into them for days. But we do request y'all hit the inbox. Um, give us the criticism. I mean, be real with us. Everybody's been, oh, my God, it's so great, this, that, another. For real, though, like, if you don't like MJ, let me know about it. Some, you know, whatever. We do need the criticism, good and bad, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, and even throw in some comments, I mean, some topics on what you think you guys would like to hear us discuss. And so we can get a little bit more interaction, give the people actually what they want. Um, like I said, we're on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, Anchor, Google Podcast. Check us out there. We'll drop all the links there. Uh, fellas, y'all got anything? Or Neil, you want to bring in what's next week? We said uh, the youth and how they dealing with it. What, what's up? Y'all let me know what's going on. I'm, I'm, cool. I'm cool with that, P. Uh, the, I mean, really, so the, the youth is, is – I would really love to dive into that, man, because, okay. uh, you know, between that, you know, Paul throwing me under the bus about what we doing, that <laughs> nonprofit, man, and that impact, mm -hmm. that impact, what he's doing with, I mean, really, yeah, I mean, yeah, man, it's. But, bro, you, a, holding, I, you, you know, holding, you holding court, reading with your sons and other young men that, need the education and yep. it's basically reminded me kind of you know how it has been for me on different occasions where i've had to go to not yours but i've had to go to your house to get that instead of it being in my own yep. so for you to be doing that it i mean that that goes a long way man like that that doesn't that doesn't have like an expiration date and you can talk you can talk about that you can bring that up in any circle somebody's going to be happy about the house they got somebody gonna be happy about the car they got but it's like yo i'm educating my kids my boys and then i'm also educating other children other young men so that they can be more aware just in case they're not getting that at home black like, boys read it takes it takes a bigger Word. person to want to do for their own and then other people's children also. Correct. So the fact that y'all are doing that, you gotta, you're gonna have to be mad because I might bring it up again next week just because. Right. But, hey, but, I appreciate you, bro. But so I appreciate you, it. You and, and I'm Dana sure Dana that, does too. That's, that's, Absolutely. that's commendable, 100%, man. Yes, sir. And with all you guys having, you know, having kids and everything y'all are doing. So I just got it. This, I mean, we, we don't have a title for it yet, but I said, you know, we're going to be discussing the youth and it encompasses everything. Maybe we'll narrow it down, but I had, you know, um, you know, what you guys do. And I would, I would even put it as like, you know, what are the, what are the armor? And I put Paul, I know your, your kids are younger, but what are the armor? What are the little things that you are teaching them? Even little man at this point in time. And, you know, Neil with your kids being older, you know, what, what pieces of armor are you giving them to, to deal with everyday life? You know what I'm saying? The, the stressors, the coping, seeing this stuff on TV, if you let them see the news and all that kind of stuff. How are you dealing with the youth? Because I don't have kids. I have a, a nine-year-old nephew, and, and I have a bunch, you know, I, I have you guys. And, and, and I wonder, and I, I pray, and, and I, just, I just speak, you know, protection over y'all every day because there is so much out there. 
that can go wrong at any point in time. So, and, and the youth, they're, they're the future. <laughs> they it. So we, we are going to tackle that next week and just, it'll, we'll narrow it down.